things can only go up from here, right? I mean, we ended on a pretty downer note last time. We did. Boy, howdy, did we. Yay, imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we still got some imposter syndrome to deal with. Yep. So uh, we'll figure that out, hopefully. Yay! Welcome to this week's episode of Jared and I'll Watch Shirabako. It's episode number eight. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. And we are here to discuss episode number eight. It's called I'm Not Blaming You. But maybe I'm blaming you. Whoa. I wish my imposter syndrome could be cured in two episodes. By going and seeing a kitty. Kitty! The cat's like, what? You've already yelled at us. <laughs> what do you need? Why are you yelling again? <laughs> no, Loki's just giving himself a bath and Max is just here. Mm -hmm. They're not upset at all. Surprisingly. Uh, so we basically begin after the end of last week's episode where Emma's running away. Um... She encounters Yumi as she's returning to work. I think it's Emma's going to work, going back into the building. Yumi is coming out to smoke. Mm -hmm. uh, and Emma still has her donut. And, and Yumi's like, oh, here's, you dropped your donut. I'm going to take this donut now. <laughs> I love donuts. Uh, she notices something's wrong with her, but doesn't know exactly what. But she advises her, ask and be a fool for a minute. Ask not and be a fool for life. Words of wisdom. Wow. Which is basically, cool. hey... If something's wrong, talk to us. If not, Can't help you're you. boned. Yeah. While all this is going down, uh, Midori and Aoi's sister are gallivanting across Tokyo. As you do. <laughs> going through all like the tourizy, uh, tourizy, toury attractions and all that sort of stuff. Going on a bus, yelling at a rickshaw, <laughs> trying on dresses, eating food. All this sort of stuff. All the good stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Midori notices that, like, Aoi's sister is, like, very fascinated with the city and everything. And basically is like, why are you so happy and all this sort of stuff? And he's like, oh, this countryside is not like this. And it's so dull. And office life is bad. It's so bland. This is, like, my one time to be happy. <laughs> uh, then we go back to uh, imposter syndrome. Yep. Emma is still having a hard time with her cuts and everything. Uh, so Shigeru tries to like motivate her and everything. Um, but she's still kind of, she's basically in her own head now to where like any motivation, suggestion, help or anything is just like going to like be bounced off of her. Mm -hmm. Where she's just like, I can't do this. This is, this is I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to sit here and just try and, scribble this out and hopefully for the be hopefully it's for the best like everything just keeps being worse and worse as she tries harder mm -hmm. sigh big sigh uh the the production desk talks about their goals for the future i think taro wants to be like a director or something and everyone's just like <laughs> <laughs> uh Aoi still doesn't know what she wants to do um Honda talks about his dream of becoming a, a baker. Yep. And everyone's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all this. <laughs> um, so after that, Aoi has to go, I think, get cuts and everything. And she's just thinking about, like, 
what should I mean? What should be my what should my dream be? Like, what is it that I want to do? And then she has like a conversation with her dolls that you find very creepy. I do not like those dolls. They're so <laughs> creepy. Uh, she picks up some cuts. She delivers them off to Segawa, who is uh, the animator, the episode director for the episode she's working on. They talk about uh, Tatsuya's transfer to the uh, the studio and everything, and then. Segoa talks about Emma's work and how she's like concerned about it because um, she knows that like she can do a certain quality and she noticed in like the cuts she denied that like this was not of the same quality that she has been doing and she's worried that like she's trying to like work too fast for her own good and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, It's basically like you know hey this is like you know it's, it's it's a cause for concern essentially like that's what she's trying to like get across. But also, like, has to be stern about it because, like, you know, she is higher up in, in the pecking order and, like, has to make sure, like, this episode gets done in the right way or else it will turn into a disaster. Um, so it's a little bit of, like, hey, I'm concerned about this, but I also have to be tough about it at the same time. Um, which I think Aoi has to go back and tell her about that and, like, a lot of the the key about this is that like Emma thinks like Sega was like hates her now and like hates her all of her work and everything. Which again, that's just imposter syndrome. Imposter, being syndrome. imposter syndrome. Yeah, yep. that's just what that is. But also that's, like that's how that works. It's a real thing because she like I think she clarifies how that she looks up to her and everything. She's like, well, if she thinks that I'm terrible, then like it's it. That's it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else is gonna think I'm terrible. No one's gonna think my work is good enough. I'm like, gonna lose my job. All she's this. She's influential stuff. in this industry. Like it's mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm always go from like zero to 10,000. That's how imposter mm-hmm. syndrome works. Um, I think while all this is going on, uh, Shigeru like finds Yumi and is like, Hey, can you help me with something? And basically they concoct a plan to help Emma. So Yumi like looks, is like watching Emma as she works and everything. And basically just like sees her like just struggling, like trying to erase something and ripping the paper and like crumpling it up and throwing it away. And she's like, you know, you're, you don't have to waste paper like this. You know, every cut you make is like, you know, you're, you're doing something at least. Mm-hmm. And she's like, let's go, let's go for a walk. And it was like, I can't, I have so many cuts to do. I, I'm wasting time here. And it's like, she's like, how much work have you actually gotten done? Like the, the three, four hours you've been sitting here all day. And <laughs> let's she's go like, for a walk. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go for a walk. Uh, meanwhile, Midori and Aoi's sister are in a cafe and they're kind of just like talking about goals and everything. A lot of a lot of this episode is about goals. Yep. An underlying theme about this episode. Uh, Midori tells her about like her ambition to write like a story and everything uh, that's like on par with like the the greats of literature and all that sort of stuff. And also how like you know storytelling can help her with like uh, you know their whole the five of them the five of them's whole goal of like wanting to do their own anime and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, she's like basically like telling her about like you know how I'm like reading all this literature and everything and how I want to have that help me and influence me in my own writing and all that sort of stuff. Uh, then we get to see you, you, me and Emma go off to like the park where there's like, you know, chilling and Yumi's just like, did you know this place even existed? It's like very close to the, the, the studio. And Emma's like, Nope. <laughs> uh, she tells her that, uh, Shigeru and Rinko, who is like the, the Gothic Lolita girl, um, told her about this location and was like, this is the place to go when you are like feeling stressed, when you're in a funk, when you can't figure out what you need to do, like go out, go into nature and just like, just take a, take a bit of time and let yourself like just wind down, breathe a little. 
and just, you know, get out of your own head, essentially. Uh, I think this is where she talks, they talk about, like, why she picked that, uh, that set of cuts to do with the cat and everything. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which we talked a little bit about last episode because like she, Emma's like, I haven't done this before. I wanted to try and figure it out and do it on my own, and now I'm struggling. Um, so Yumi tells her about the story about back in like the old Musashino animation. Um, she would basically get permission to go to the vault all the time. She's like, look up all like the old like cuts from like older shows that had happened, and just like from animators that she like knew and liked. And basically it was like, I'm going to take like, I'm going to study these. And then basically I was going to take and kind of like pick and choose what I like from their style and just make that into my own style. Yep. So essentially it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing of like copying essentially, but also it's like taking things from other people's works that you enjoy and then applying it, your own little twist on them and making it into your own. But that Which, it's granted, also okay to do that for her. Yes. It's, it's okay to do that. Cause it's essentially that's how arts created. <laughs> Right. But she's telling her, like, that is okay. Yes, exactly. Because um, um, a lot of people don't even think, like, mm -hmm. can I use a reference that's cheating? But, like, no, people use references all the time. It's not cheating. And, like, right. that's what they're doing here is using references from old animation. Like, there's the old, like, adage of, like, we we have told the same six stories over and over and over throughout all of human history. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, basically kind of the same thing. You You take, like, what... You take of things from what people that you enjoy and you make it into your own. You make your own style out of that. Mm -hmm. Your own style isn't just going to come out of nothing. It's going to come from your influences, from things you enjoy, things you adore. That's basically how your own style comes to be. So she basically learns like, hey, you know, look over other people's things. See what you like about it. See what you don't like about it. See what you think you can do with it. And use that into your own style. Um... They talk about the cat and everything and, like, how, like, Yumi's first time doing, like, an animal scene and everything. And then a kitty cat comes. Kitty! It's a pure white kitty cat. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a cat that Yumi knows. And it goes up to Emma and Yumi and, and like, it just, like, rolls around. And, like, Emma's like, I didn't know they had their like, their knees in this way. And she's, like, moving the, the cat's legs in just, like, motion. And the cat's, cat's like, like what are you doing? Get away from me! <laughs> your old man is it's gone but like it gave her a better idea like a better sense of like how i'm supposed to animate a cat because now i've seen it in person see how it moves and what its legs actually do and all that sort of stuff um so like it basically this whole thing kind of like helped her kind of get out of her funk got out of her head and gave her like good advice that she can use going forward um so yeah she goes back to work and it seems to be in a lot better place uh, Aoi, after her day at work, goes to Shizuka's place to to join up with Midori, Shizuka, and her sister. Uh, her sister passes out real quick <laughs> from drinking <laughs> and probably just from being tired and everything. Uh, they talk about the anime they want to make again. And it's like talking about like the, the different things they would be able to, to bring to the table and everything. And then the following day, uh, Aoi's sister goes back home and she is determined that she's going to do her best as well. She's going to do her rubesti. Gamba Ruby! Gamba Ruby. No! <laughs> uh, uh, so that's... That is the end of episode number eight. We can draw kitties now. Meow. Meow.
that cat was so mad. He was so mad. Which I mean, like I've seen that face before. That cat was done. Mm-hmm. Not having it. Don't touch his beans. Don't touch his feetsies. Leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Speaking of cats. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what has been done? That's a great question. Uh, but yeah, next time we will be discussing episode number nine, entitled "What Do You Think I Was Trying to Say." And that's the cats being like, what do you think we were trying to say by knocking things over? <laughs> so what's happening is they're just knocking things down. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode. <laughs> if you would like more from us, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SEC.Cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Anime Checkup and Jared Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews. Oh, Seasonal Checkup, Seasonal Anime Checkup, OVA. <laughs> I knew I was going to goof that up and I totally did. Last episode of a recording. <laughs> Uh, columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash Anime Checkup. So next time, episode nine. What do you think I was trying to say? Is that what it's called? It's literally titled, What Do You Think I Was Trying to Say? No. Oh, so is there going to be a misunderstanding in the next episode? I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. Da-ba-bum.